Welcome to episode 108. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. This episode is Wild Heart. The opening up to bigger love, more ecstatic love, freer love, uncaged love, um, moving past limitations or constrictions or armoring that we have maybe developed around our hearts. Also connecting our heart to the power and the juice and the potency and the life force and the creativity that resides in our lower chakras. So really opening up that connection between lower chakras and hearts, really opening up kind of that whole central channel to give us access to greater love, truer love, more authentic love, greater expression of our sexuality, our creativity, the capacity to mix sex and love um, in more ways than just the physical expression of our sexuality. Definitely not a focus on sexuality. I know we've been focusing on sexuality a lot in the last couple of podcast episodes, but this is really a heart awakening, a heart opening episode. Also just a opening up to our, our power centers, our wisdom centers, that lower wisdom center which is kind of lower chakra area, the middle wisdom center, which is our heart, and just bringing them online, uh, opening them to a different degree, and you know, really supporting our, our journeys, our journeys to what is authentic for us, our journeys to what is heart aligned, what is soul aligned, and you know, what's, what's getting in the way of that? And can we illuminate that and move it out of the way? <laughs> All right. Um, this episode was recorded as a live YouTube, um, just like all of our last podcast episodes have been. If you're up for joining us live in video format, please do. It's beautiful and it's fun and the comments are wonderful and the interaction is wonderful and it's just kind of a whole different vibe. So they're happening on Saturdays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific time. So Saturdays, 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific time. But if you just go to our YouTube channel, search for Sabrina Lynn Rewilding, and you'll see we'll have the next one scheduled. So you'll even see, if you poke around a little bit, you'll see when the next live is scheduled and it'll tell you it's in three days and seven hours or whatever it happens to be when you pop on to our YouTube channel. So I hope to see you there or I hope to continue to be with you here on podcast in audio format if that's your preferred way of hanging out with us. And as always, any sort of support is so appreciative. Comments, reviews, subscribes, shares, are so incredibly um, just appreciated and we're so grateful for our community and we really really love love our community and so feedback also if there's you know things that you want to hear topics you want to hear um, ways that we can I don't know do even do even more share even more love love even harder and more ferociously and wilder <laughs> all right um, I'm done enjoy this episode our topic 
is inspired by our Persephone retreat. So for those of you who were live or have been listening to the podcast, you'll have heard the episode 106 on Persephone. And we talked about sacred sexuality. We talked about her journey into the underworld. We talked about her moving from maiden to queen, her kind of the feminine journey into becoming sovereign woman is really what Persephone represents. Um, and so this particular topic, wild heart, connecting our heart, like the fullness of our heart energy to the power held in our lower chakras, it's kind of what we're gonna go into today, is actually workshop four in the Persephone retreat. That's a portion of what we go into and explore in that Persephone retreat. Um, so it's inspired from that. Um, the Persephone retreat is out. It's announced. It's available. It's open to anyone who wants to journey. We're starting on the 13th of November. So it's Friday the 13th. Of course, we are starting a Persephone workshop on Friday the 13th. Um, Tiggs, I'm in. Um, Tiggs was one of the first women to sign up yesterday. So there's the link. Malia just left the link for, um, for those of you who are here live um, who might want to just check it out and, and feel into things. But I will hold, be holding space for it. The Rewilding team will be holding space for it and going through it. We'll have a Facebook group open from the 13th of November to the 1st of December for anyone who wants to journey during that release retreat week. I know it's more than a week, but we kind of call it re retreat release week. And there's always, it's just kind of a, an extra special time to move through it. So um, for anyone who wants to dive into the depths of the underworld um, with Persephone and possibly with Hades into some of that sacred sexuality components, it's out, it's out, it's, um, it's there, it's there. So that's what we've been doing in the background. All right, so uh, without further ado, let's dive into today's topic. Um, I would love interaction. So for those of you who are on the live, I would love to hear when you feel into wild heart, what comes up for you? So be, you feel into wild heart, wild heart, what comes up for you? And I, I just would love for us to move our way into this topic from that place of just this kind of beautiful share. If you're watching on the replay, share in the comments, like what comes up for you? when you feel into the words wild heart tigs fierce loving i love that um, what else wild heart like if you were to have a wild heart what would that be like for you authentic self love that um true to its nature ferocity dancing in the woods around a bonfire with my tribe yes like wild heart and so even if you're not feeling like sharing or connecting or being social, free expression of feelings. I love that one, Karen. Feeling into un, um, uncared. I think it means uncaged from Marianne. I think, I think uncaged, I'm gonna go with uncaged. Um, but just even for yourself, there's kind of a doorway in. 
all of our lives, all of our podcasts, my aim is to kind of give us an experiential feel into things, kind of take us in through a back door, hopefully to see things about ourselves that we might not normally see um, in daily life. So celebrating my illness in all forms, authentic, free, happy, um, open, wild, abandoned, patty. I love those words. So beautiful. I've worked with a lot of men and a lot of women, of course more women than I've worked with men, but I've worked with a lot of people around the world and have worked in the area of the heart and have worked in pretty intimate settings, in pretty personal settings. And I don't know that there are many of us who don't have some sort of armoring around our heart or protection around our heart. And I'm not saying having armoring or protection is a bad thing to have around our hearts. But something that came through, like I said, this Persephone workshop is what inspired this wild heart, but something that came through there was this, when did we lose our uncaged, unbridled capacity to just love freely. When did we start to close off our vulnerability, right? Like to love wildly and to love freely takes vulnerability. But when did we start to love with condition? When did we start to open our heart with condition? Well, I will love if this happens. I will love if I get this in return or if I will love if you respond in a way that makes me feel accepted and loved and, and, and all of those different things. So something that I want to just kind of bring to the whole of our community, bring to this podcast, bring to those of you on the live, is just this feeling into how can I love in a way that is a bit more free, a bit more wild, a bit more like uninhibited, not unwise. So not unwise, it's like wise wild heart, wise wild heart, but to break free of the shackles, to break free of the conditions, to break free of the shackles, to break free of the pattern ways that we love, the, the the patterned ways. So what, how love was defined for us in our family systems, how love is defined for us by our partner, our intimate partners or intimate people in our lives. They oftentimes will define love. But how can we come to a more wild way of loving? And if you feel into Persephone, you feel into Persephone, she loves the unlovable, right? That's wild love. She loves the God of the underworld. She loves becoming queen of the underworld. She loves the unlovable. She loves the shadow. She loves the dark. She loves everything that everyone is telling her. Do not love that. That is not good. That is not acceptable in this system, this family 
tribe, this da-da-da, this da-da-da. She has this capacity to break free and to love from that deep, authentic, no, this is what's true for me. This is what's true for me. I will love. And if you feel into the feminine mystics and their capacity to love the lepers, right? Like all of those myths around feminine mystics, that like the women who embody this capacity of wild heart and this capacity to love, they could love, love leopard. They could love like to kiss the feet, right? Of, of the deformed, to kiss the feet, to love, to love the unlovable whatever we would deem the unlovable, whatever society would deem the unlovable, whatever family systems or social norms deem the unlovable, to, to love wildly, like beyond social constructs, beyond norms, beyond our own patterned responses, to love the unlovable, to love, like this is fierce love, it's radical love, it's, it's wild love, it's, it's wild love. There are some, wow, I don't even want to go into, <laughs> I want to give some tangible examples, but maybe I'll open it up. Um, so I would love now to just kind of weave back into comments and weave back over to our live and go, what's an example where you've loved or had the capacity to love the unlovable, where like, all the old patterning in you was saying, I shouldn't love this thing or this person. I, sh I should not love the, the deformed. I'm just giving examples from feminine mystics. I should not love the deformed. I should not love the blah, blah, blah. Um, oh my God. I love this one, Marianne. Good girls are not supposed to love the not so good, right? Yes. Like that's it. But just I would love to hear more tangible examples of a time when you were able to love the unloved. I'll give you an example. This sucks. I don't want to show this one. I'm, I'm asking y'all to bring some stuff so I don't have to go into like super personal stuff. Um, I shouldn't love the haters. Um, Christy, thank you. I shouldn't love the haters. Right? But finding a way to love, love. They're just souls. They're just, they're just souls. Um, good girls definitely went for the wrong love. Um, I work with addictions. Sharon, thank you so much. That is so beautiful. And they need to be loved to, to right? This is so perfect. This is so Persephone. This is so it. This is so wild heart. This is so radical heart. This is so dangerous heart. It's, it's all of that. Um, <laughs> Show your personal stuff. Yes, please. <laughs> I love you, woman. <laughs> All right, I'll give it to you. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. This is a really, really tough one. Um, um, uh, I'm just going to read some more, but I, that would be me just like skipping around and sneaking out of sharing a super personal story. So back when I was in energetic healing diploma. Yeah, I went to school to get a diploma in energetic healing. How good is that? Um, and one of the courses in this was like soul-centered counseling or something along the lines of like counseling therapy, li listening from that deep place. So 
we're in this, this course and start to share about some, I don't know how we ended up in this topic, but we started to talk about pedophiles. And we started to share about like, this is just, it was almost like talking about boundaries, like where we just cannot love, like where we just cannot hold, where the line is around where we cannot hold a non-judgmental space, where we cannot love the unlovable, like where is that line for you? And it was just something exploring and you can kind of feel into that for yourself. I'm just feeling into like what, what is on the other side of what's holdable for you. And something came up along the lines of, and it was very specific to men who molest children. And that's like one of the most unlovable expressions on the planet. Like that's the number one thing that people in prisons get killed for is that crime, that particular crime, right? I can love that. I can, I can, I can love that. I don't condone that. I don't find that serving or acceptable. I don't condone that, but I can hold a space for that. And, 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 and there might be a lot of people on this live who might just want to turn this off right now. Like who might stop listening to rewilding and never listen to a podcast and be like, Sabrina Lynn has lost the plot and that's okay. That that's, that's, that's okay. Um, I had a stepdad who became a child molester after he left my family and I knew him as a soul, as a being, as as a person who gifted me, who was a father figure for me, as weird and as wild as that sounds, I was never a victim to that. But what a wild experience to know this being, this soul, to have been gifted for years of my life by this being and this soul, and then to find out about this afterwards it, it's it's a it's a mind-blowing thing but gave me the capacity for whatever however to explain that gave me the capacity to love that unlovable aspect to love that not condone it not condone it not condone it but to pour grace into it to pour, to pour grace into it so that I don't shut down, close off, get judgmental and, and pierce something with hatred or my own judgments of something or my own belittlement of something or my own something. I can sit back in a space that I don't think a lot of people can for that particular expression or act on this planet. Again, it is not a condoning of it, not a condoning of it, but it does not put me into a, 
a shut down, closed off place where I am sending spears at someone or something, or I am judging someone or something. I can hold that soul still. I can feel that light in that being despite all of it. I know that's pretty crazy. I don't think anyone wants to do the Persephone retreat anymore. <laughs> like, nah, Sabrina, that's a little bit too wild of a heart for me. I'm going to pass on that one. Nah, I, I want to keep my judgments. I want, I don't want to love that hard. I don't want to love that fiercely. I don't want to love that wildly. I, I, I don't want to love the unlovable. I do not want to, I do not want to love from a mystical love place. I do not want to love in that way. It's too much for me. And that's fair. I just also want to say that is fair. That is so fair. <laughs> Tigs, I'm still in. <laughs> awesome, Tigs. <laughs> um, okay, so um, the next piece of this is um, is this 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 wild heart and. And just honoring what, what wild heart would be for each of us, you know. So just kind of bring this back to, Joe, I don't want conditions to my love. Um, I can hold a space for that too. Oh, woman, like you bring tears to my eyes, sister. I'm emotional as heck today. Um, it's not going to take me a whole lot to cry. So woman, I just want to give you a huge shout out for that. Um, <laughs> the world needs more love. <laughs> Um, um, so please don't leave. Be a love lighthouse. Um, yeah, I'm so, I'm just grateful that our, um, that our community gets this, that, that you all get this, um, that you get this and that I'm finding words to hopefully describe things a little bit and maybe open up doors. And so now is kind of that moment of just sort of bringing it back in and, and going, what, what does this do for me like what this conversation what has this just inspired in me or opened up in me just that like moment of reflection before we kind of move on because i want to move into um, the next piece of this wild heart exploration but um feeling into loving the unlovable feeling into untamed heart wild heart authentic heart um, love that comes from like deep place within that is not distorted by absorbed conditioning that is not distorted by family patterning that is not shaded or dulled or dimmed by all of the stuff that gets like placed on top of us the stuff that we get told we should and should not love, who we should and should not love. You know, maybe even just going back to, I don't know, I can think back to teenage years and being told who I should and should not love. <laughs> and it wasn't based on, you know, what's best for Sabrina's soul, who she should love. It was like, what dude looks good on paper? Who makes the most money and can support Sabrina and her babies that she's of course going to have, right? And you feel into that and you go, wow, what a bullshit kind of absorbed whatever um, that has influenced 
who I love, how I love. Uh, and so just feeling into, I'm just kind of giving a couple of different examples as we take this like, brief pause um, to just reflect and bring it back to self. And maybe, you know, you jot a note down and you can kind of meditate on that later or journal around those questions later. Um, but yeah, it's, it's wild, these hearts of ours. These, you think about like, I think about like my, my puppy. <laughs> puppy love puppy love just they just love everything and some children like they just they just love like just love there's just love um you know my puppy now doesn't love bees <laughs> he used to love bees but he's been conditioned not to love bees because they stung him so he hears a bee sound and he's like i don't love that i don't want to play with that i don't love that um but but before that, it was just love, like just love. Um, and that's, a, that's another gift of Persephone is kind of brings us to like, I call it return to innocence, like a return to innocence. Um, so like we get, we start to get like crusty or we start to get like crotchety. I know I'm just throwing out crazy words, but we start to get like old and we forget this, this, this element of innocence that we can tap into at any time, this element of youthfulness that we can feel into and tap into at any time. And that's, I think that's a bit of wild heart. There's this, you know, almost what's required is this, not from a bad way, but naivete. Am I saying that right? Naivete? Um, but not dumb. We talked about this, like it's wise heart. It's, it's not naive dumb, but it's, it's not letting, it, it takes this curiosity, this innocence, this youthfulness to, to, to love wildly, to love wildly, to, to, to love without letting the, the mind get in there and start to rationalize it and then start to dump all of our past experiences on top of it. You know, how many times, like I think about this often, how many times does a past experience flavor my capacity to just innocently, wildly love because there's something going, warning, warning, the last time you opened your heart, da-da-da, happened. <laughs> and so I'm just throwing out a lot of different things for us to, to feel into around this wild heart. Um, so let's shift into the next topic that I would love to weave in part of this Persephone exploration in this retreat, which I've never, um, I've never brought into it, or it's never come into a workshop. It's never come into a retreat online or in person ever. And it was really a stunning um, experience and a stunning thing to witness is this connecting heart and love to the raw, wild potency in our lower chakras is connecting and here's just a real like mundane kind of physical real world example that we can kind of sink our teeth into is how many of us have had the experience or currently have an experience of my heart is a bit disconnected from my sexuality. My heart is a bit disconnected from my sexual expression. Maybe you're in a place where you're like, nah, fully online right? Fully online. My sexuality is 
fully connected to the whole of my heart, right? Love flows through every sexual expression I ever, ever have, right? Love flows through every sexual expression, every one of them, right? Or, or vice versa, my sexual creative essence, juice, potency, power, so it doesn't have to be sexual. I say sexual and we automatically think sex, getting naked, fucking. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the juice that's, that's there, like the raw essence of creative potential, life force, sexual energy, not the expression of it sexually, but just that raw juice that resides in our lower chakras, that resides in our second chakra. That raw juice, you can fully say, yep, that raw juice fully flows into everything I love. Everything I love. Everything I love. It fully flows into how I create and how I love my work. It fully flows into how I love my children. Fully flows into how I love my puppy. Fully flows into how I love the mailman outside. Fully flows into everything. Everything that my heart touches. I, I have the capacity to allow the life force and the juice and the potency and the power that resides in my lower half to flow up through my heart freely. I don't think that there are many of us on this planet who can say that in every moment, every expression of either love or sexual expression, we have the other one on tap. We have the other one woven in so that our sex is connected to our heart, our love, right? Our potency, our juice, our power, our creative essence is connected to, to authentic heart. So this was a part of what really opened up wild heart to another degree. So it was now that wild heart wasn't just this uncaged, authentic expression without these limits or boundaries. It's that wild heart now has this potency behind it. It has this power behind it. It has this creative juice behind it. It has all of the energy that resides in our lower chakras, fully available, fully available to our wild hearts. That to me was one of the, one of the most beautiful, stunning, surprising unfoldings in that Persephone retreat was, was that was this real deep internal work on energetic levels, physical levels, um, emotional levels, nervous system levels, both. We went into the marrow of bone levels to bring those two pieces together, to bring those two pieces together and, and to remove the skeletons that stop those two pieces from flowing, those energy centers from working together, dancing in harmony. You know, the skeletons that sit in the basement of our being that, that kind of keep a lid on our sexual potency, our juice, our life force, our creativity. Again, our sexual potency is not sex. It's not fucking, right? It's, it's, our, it's our youthfulness, it's our juice, it's our vivaciousness, it's our vibrancy, it's our radiance, it's our, it's, it's just life force itself. And to have that, that like online, online. And it was for her, 
working with Persephone, we also walked into Fountain of Youth and it was just open more. Like there's more juice to you. There's more, there's more, more vibrancy to you. There's more life to you. There's more like open, you know, and you might even feel in your body right now. Just feel like if you were going to feel like parts of you being kind of pried open so that you have access to more of your juice, your life force, your sexual essence, your creative essence, your like just juice, raw juice. Like where would it be prying open? For me right now, just as I'm holding this space, this isn't personal to me because I'm in our container, feeling our container. It's quite literally the hips of our circle. So I would say for most people sitting here, it's quite literally like just wanting to rip the hips open, like widen the hips open, like open. It's okay to open. Yes, you might see some grief. Yes, you might see some skeletons. Yes, you might see some pain. Yes, there might be some ancestral stuff there and some past life stuff there and some wounds from whatever. Yes, that might be there. Yes. Yes, but what's under there is you, is your juice, is your life, is your love, is your potency, is your soul fire, is under there. It's there. It's there. So is it worth getting the skeletons out of the closet? Yes! Is it worth the shadow work? Is it worth the underworld journey that she takes you into to remove all of that stuff? Yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes. Does it bring some tears? For sure. For sure. Does it, does it bring some rage over atrocities that have maybe been done or unexpressed emotion that's sitting in our hips? For sure. For sure. But is it worth it to have access to the amount of magic that resides in the lower half of your body? We talk about womb wisdom, right? All this stuff about womb wisdom, womb wisdom, womb wisdom, the mysteries of the womb, the mysteries of the depths of the feminine. We also need to understand what it takes to get to them what it takes to open to them and awaken to them, right? It's, it's, it, we, we, this is not a journey of like, sprinkle some magic fairy dust over a womb and it's suddenly online and alive and it's activated and it's talking and it's in rhythm with natural cycles and it understands birth and death and it understands how to create and it's creating and manifesting in your life and it's calling things in and it's, it doesn't do that with magic fairy dust and a little wand sprinkling over it. No, it's an underworld journey. It's an underworld journey. It's a dark goddess journey. It's a Persephone journey, right? It's a, it's a midwife journey. It's a medicine woman journey. It's going in and removing the skeletons in the closet. It's going in and letting go of all the past hurts, all the past wounds, all the ways that we've anesthetized that area, numbed out that area. We've protected it. We've, 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 uh, stored stuff that we didn't want to process. We've stored grief and emotion that we weren't ready to let go. We weren't ready to express and let it move through our bodies. 
that lower half of our body, it is so powerful, it is so wise, it is so beautiful. It is so amazing what it can do, I am telling you. And I'm not just saying it for myself, like what I see happen in women when they do that, what comes online, how the whole of their lives change. Relationships change, sex changes, how they create changes, how they love changes, joy changes, pleasure changes, bliss changes, orgasm, everything changes. Everything changes, everything changes, everything changes. And so just like that moment to feel into, all right, if I'm being called to open to more of myself, I'm being called to open to more of myself, what is that? Maybe you've been doing womb work forever. Maybe you've been doing shadow work forever. Maybe, maybe you've not. Maybe you're just the first time you're like, holy buckets listening to this. But just in this moment, asking that lower part of your body, like, if I were going to support your awakening, if I were going to support your awakening, what could I do? What could I, if I were going to support your awakening and you, you talk right to your womb, you talk right to those lower wisdom centers, talk right to it, put your hands there, get right in there. If I were going to support your healing, your awakening, your opening, if I were going to support what can I do to support you? I don't care where you're at on your journey. I still ask myself that question all of the time, all of the time. What can I do to support this next step in my own evolution, this next step in my own healing awakening, this next step in my soul path? It's just your soul path, it's your soul path, right? It's your soul path, this, this, this next step, this next step, like, what am I called to do? and then trust it, right? Just trust it, just trust it. So the other thing is like, don't get the wisdom. Don't, don't like hear it and then not do it, right? Like you get it, it's like, okay, every single day, you're taking a bath, you're toning it down, you're putting your hands on your womb, you're speaking to your womb. You get that, hit clearly, all right, great. And then you don't do it, come on. We're better than that, right? Or you get the hit, Persephone online retreat. Yes, I'm called to do it. And then you don't do it, right? Like it's the, hear the insight, the wisdom, the guidance. It's always talking. It's always talking. And so just hearing it, trusting it, and acting on it. Hearing it, trusting it, acting on it. Hearing it, trusting it, acting on it. There is such, there is such potential. There is such potential in this world. I know it's weird times. I know it's weird times. I know there's countries going into serious lockdown. I know it's weird. 2020, I saw a post the other day that said, it was old, like an old Instagram post. I don't even know how I came across this, but it said like 2019, what the hell was that? And I'm like, oh, if only we knew. 2019, you know, it was like posted in whatever the end of December 2019. What the hell was that? You're, you're joking, right? <laughs> it was classic, just classic. Like, wow, <laughs> everything's put into a completely different perspective at this point. So I get that things are weird and the world is weird. Um, but there's so much potential for us to live from such a deeper place, such a more authentic place, a truer place, a, a more blissful place 
just a more soul, soul-filled place, a heart, a wild heart place. Um, yeah, so I'm cheering for you. I'm cheering. I'm, I'm cheering. I'm over here showing up, even though I just want to fucking cry all day. I'm literally telling Jane, Jane, I don't want to turn the camera on today. I just want to sit here and cry. I don't want anyone to see me. I just want to cry. And I'll do, I'll do that. I'll do, and I have cried. I have cried on our life. Um, but there's just, yeah. I'm cheering. I'm cheering for us all. I'm cheering for us all. All right, women, men, if there were any men on this one. Um, men. I don't know if you're on here, but even for the women who've got men in their lives and we get a lot of messages um, about doing something for the men, doing something for the men. And I know I always run my mouth off before I'm like ready to solidly say it, but, but I'm ready to solidly say it. We will do something for the men in our community. We have some beautiful men in our community. They're usually like on the periphery or they're quiet because I'm always spouting off about women and we have originated from women's only space and women's only circles. Um, but it's too loud for me to, um, to, not, um, to not listen to. It's too, it's too loud. There's too many synchronicities going on. There's too many signs. There's too much stuff showing up. Um, and so for all of the men in our community and all of the women, you all too, for just saying like, hey, where can the men go? Hey, is there anything that my man can do or my friend who are men can do? Like, where do the men go? Um, I just want to thank you all for just sharing what you share and asking for things and, and all of those little nudges and, and pokes and prods. And um, yeah, just really grateful for that. So... I don't know when that's coming. I don't know when or how that's coming, but to me it feels, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything else because I just don't know, um, but yeah. So, all right, in the meantime, uh, Persephone Online Retreat starts in less than a week, at least the retreat release period. You can go through it when you like, however long you'd like for it to take, um, it's evergreen, you have lifetime access to it, but we're going to hold a space for it to do to be a workshop, basically a workshop a day um, for five or seven days, depending on which option you kind of want to do. If you want to do the, the five part option or the seven part option, the seven part option is like going into hell. <laughs> it's quite literally going into hell to find this place of the most bliss that you might ever experience in your life. That's, that's the seven part workshop experience, retreat experience, and that has to do with Hades. So that's Persephone and Hades, their union, their tantric expression, their sacred sexuality. Um, why are you scaring Suda? Um, all right, that's enough. Thank you all so much. Just a ton of gratitude for, um, for what we do together. Um, and just being here and being a part of our community and everything that you all share. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you all. So comments on the video are always amazing and beautiful and help to support us. Likes on the video on YouTube are always really amazing and supportive. Shares, subscribes to our YouTube channel. All of that just helps us to kind 
don't know, reach who we're meant to, really. So anything that you feel to do to help with that is, um, yeah, it's so appreciated. Really, really appreciated. All right. I love you all. And I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mm -hmm.